Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Hi, good morning Sam. Good morning Erica and how exciting is this for us to be using a different medium to podcast on? Yeah, it's a bit experimental today. So we normally use Zencaster, but as of the end of November, they stopped their free version and only allowed a paid subscription. So we are trialing a new recording platform, which is free called Podcastle, if anyone's interested. Um, So let's see how it goes. Editing may be interesting. We will see. (laughs) (laughs) Minimal editing. Who knows? It's all an adventure. <laughs> Welcome to the December issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, other than looking for new recording platforms, what else have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a bit of a traumatic month this month. I'll start with the nice things, though. Um, so I've been to I went to um, Ben the Cake Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. How was that? amazing had a lovely time um with the same group of people that i went with last year um was that a year ago it was a year ago yes oh wow i know where's the time gone uh so we made um delphiniums oh my goodness delphiniums um Mm. parrot tulip and cosmos and it was it was just so nice i mean i've made cosmos before but Ben does it slightly different. Everyone always does it slightly differently, don't they? So it's nice to learn um, other ways of doing things. Um, probably more kind of, I want to say, proper ways of doing things. More um, sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good for competitions. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think I think Ben said we'd done over the two days. We'd done something like three hundred and twenty odd petals. Oh my God, Sam, that's a lot. That is, isn't it? We worked so hard. <laughs> I think we arrived at his place at 8.30 in the morning. By the time we'd have had a coffee and started work, it was probably about nine and we finished about six and we stopped for a very lovely lunch, probably for about half an hour within that time. Okay. And then did pretty much the same the day after, but we finished at five. So we drove back from Birmingham that night. So was it two days you did up there? Two full days. Yeah, we went up on the Friday though. Um, but the house we stayed in was quite nice, but we had interesting neighbours. And <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an You weren't staying on site then? Uh, no, no, because Ben does the classes at his house. Oh, okay, okay. Although I think he should open it up for B&B, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we, so this is, we had to change uh, where we stayed this time. Um, Not that, not that the area was great last time, (laughs) the last place we stayed. But fortunately, I was sleeping at the back of the house, but one of the girls uh, was sleeping at the front of the house and there was a, an argument going on next door 
which potentially sounded drug related um with <laughs> with a with an underage child and a mother at the doorstep nice so yeah <laughs> perfect holiday <laughs> it was it was it was lovely <laughs> i mean fortunately we only went back there to sleep yeah yeah um but yeah it was it was good it was a lovely day and it was it was lovely time to spend with friends that you've not seen for a year yeah. well i i have seen one of them but yeah the other ones the other ones I haven't seen for a year so yeah it was good it was mm. good yes so what did you actually make uh oh well we made um a pinky purpley cosmos yeah. Um, blue delphiniums and um, a parrot tulip. Uh, parrot tulip was the one that I really wanted to make because I've tried making making one before, and it it was all right, but it's nothing like this. But then we had the most amazing um, cutters and veiners um, to use. So we okay. we bought them and took them and they were from oh gosh it'll come to me sugar is it sugar delights, delights? could be sugar delights sugar delights yeah so that's, that's the one that, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that comes off the top of my head um okay. yeah absolutely beautiful i shall send you um pictures of the individual mm. flowers of the 300 and um <laughs> 20 odd petals all most of which were on the obviously on the delphinium yeah um, yeah because that, i think each flower oh, wow of which there were 10 had six layers good god yeah okay yeah six <laughs> six layers and yeah 10 i think there were on that looks stunning though that looks really beautiful which one the delphinium oh yes Yes, oh, I didn't realize there was other pictures before it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like the parrot tulip as well. Yeah, that's really I, nice. I love the detail on it. Mm. The veiner of that was amazing. Yeah, it looks it. Yeah, so it was quite. So it was quite nice. It was nice to. Uh, it was nice yeah. to go. I, I believe we're going back in April. <laughs> so we you still. Will, uh, very excited. You'll need to hide the picture of the delphiniums from all your brides, though. Otherwise, they'll. Oh my life! Can you imagine trying to tell people how much one of those would cost? Yeah, right. You just one. That'd be two hundred pounds just for the one. Counting. Yeah. Oh my life! Anyway, that was that was really lovely. I'm. Did I tell you that I'm? I'm helping this lad do Duke of Edinburgh. No award. So this is a friend of one of my daughters um, at school and mm. he needs to do a skill. So he's doing yeah. his silver Duke of Edinburgh and he's coming over to mine on a Wednesday um, after school for a couple of hours. Um, and we're doing, um, yeah, we're making things and stuff for the next six mm. months. Lovely. Dedication. Do you want to explain what Duke of Edinburgh is for people who are not in the UK and don't know what it is? Oh, well, <laughs> so the Duke of Edinburgh award scheme was set up by, funnily enough, the Duke of Edinburgh uh, yeah. for young people to gain Now skills. the king or not? Or is that someone else? Uh, no, the Duke of Edinburgh has sadly passed away, who was the Queen's oh, okay. husband. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and it's it's to help 
young people gain skills and stuff for life basically and they do a bronze a silver and a gold level um and this lad is doing his silver so you kind of you start off by doing um i think it was three months my daughter started doing the bronze uh, mm. and you do a skill and you have to volunteer and then you have to do i'm sure some kind of orienteering or they do like an expedition don't they yes. on each of them and each one gets more longer and more complicated but it basically involves like navigating with a compass and yes like yes trekking and finding your way through without devices exactly. <laughs> yes exactly i'm i'm not doing that however <laughs> i'm helping him do his skill <laughs> okay so it's like teenagers isn't it? it starts at maybe 14 um, or 15 something like I that i think they start offering it I can't remember when they start offering it in year seven at school. So oh, really? that'll be, yeah, yeah, 11, 12. 11. And then. But the last one, it's like it takes you a couple of years to complete it, doesn't it? Normally? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah. And if you and if you um, complete it, then I think you get to go to Buckingham Palace and. Oh. Um, yes, yes. Be awarded with your medal from there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I've got a friend whose oh. son went. So that's oh, wow. really nice. Um, yeah. I know the gold one you do when you're like 18 or so, don't you? You finish it as you sort of become an adult. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, it like counts towards university. It does, it does. So it's it's quite good to do. Um, But I didn't realise quite how long it it was going to take up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're kind of, we're working our way through animals at the moment. Um, I make an animal and he makes uh, the same animal with... uh, kind of murder twists i think on it oh um although he did say the last one what did we make um oh, we made a giraffe last week um uh, his giraffe had been mauled i think um in the <laughs> wild okay <laughs> i believe i think i gave him access to a food pen a red food okay. pen <laughs> like nature documentary style animals. Yeah. <laughs> but i've got a, I've got a list of um, a list of things that we're making. I will send you photos. I'll send you pictures of what we mm. of what we've been making because yeah, I'm intrigued. It's well, we started. We've only been doing it a couple of weeks, um, okay. so we started off reasonably well. Um, yeah, let me just find them because they'll kind of it'll make more sense. But I can't, right, okay, so. This is the first one that we did. We did the obligatory teddy bear. Okay. Um, which is quite a good which is quite a good one to start with. He's done quite well, you know. He's not bad done, bad, has he? No. No not considering he uh he gets well, I won't say he gets bored, but he's like, I'm going to do this. And the week in between. So we went from teddy bears to roses. Mm. Uh, to giraffe uh, because his I think he's very good. Yeah, his is on the right. So yeah, he, I gathered that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so he's got yes, the right hand rose, the teal coloured teddy bear, and the yeah. angry looking giraffe. Yeah, I think they're pretty damn good for a yeah. So what was he? He's um, fourteen, fifteen. Okay. But I I find working with kids is sometimes easier because they don't have the inhibitions of what something's going to look like. They're quite blase about it. And sometimes that actually pays off because, you know, 
they'll oh well i'll just do this i'll just do this and invariably it works out well they'll think of like really wild creative ideas without going oh no that's a silly idea like no i'm gonna make a skiing sausage or whatever it is (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so um so anyway yeah next week i believe we're gonna make um hippos oh yes I've got, nice. I've got a list. He's given me, <laughs> we work through a list. Request. Yeah. We've got, we, yeah. So, um, oh no, we're doing a lion. So we've got a lion and we're going to do a hippo and a bird, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, a zebra, a tiger, going for the, like, elephant. The Madagascar cast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the penguin next to well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, a penguin. Yes. We could add a penguin on, couldn't we? <laughs> Thanks for the... <laughs> Now, let me just add that to the list. That might that um, feels like it should be a pre-Christmas one as well. What a penguin? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a Christmassy kind of thing, isn't it? Well, not really, but um, yeah. Let me see if I can. Um, yeah, that will surprise him. We're not going to make this, <laughs> but because mm-hmm. this is obviously uh, me volunteering to do this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, okay. I, I this is completely off my own back. Um, mm. Basically, I I do it on the night like there's no prep beforehand yeah, yeah. um yeah. because i just don't have time um to do that so yeah but this might inform future classes yeah <laughs> so we'll put so i'm keeping them all they're all going to be stacked on the side okay and we'll see how they work so yeah i like penguins nice. we'll add that to the list perfect <laughs> thank you very much uh if you You're come welcome. up with any more just let me know um (laughs) (laughs) and then so i was so two weeks three weeks three weeks ago um i was in the process of trying to organize sending out some cake tasters for my couples Mm. um and i had i've got one i've got two lots of mums who are um kind of working on the behalf of their sibling uh, other siblings of their children um which kind of got slightly confusing for me anyway, uh, because they've got the two mums and both of them have a child or, or one of the couples that get married. There's an, there's two Alexes. Um, and and I'll tell you, I might've told you that it's just going to get a bit confusing. Um, and both getting married in the wrong ones. No, I haven't, (laughs) I haven't, but one couple who haven't booked in yet, but wanted Mm. to try cakes, wanted all vegan cakes okay. and the other couple didn't so it was just like trying to make sure that i got them into the right places yeah and i really wanted to try so i've done some vegan cakes before but i wanted to try out some new flavors and kind of add that because i'm finding that more and more people ask for either a tier of vegan or you know somewhere along the line either a cutting cake or, or something yeah. um just so they can offer their guests something. Um, so I've actually, I think that came out quite well. Um, okay. And conveniently, um, so I did a, I did a coffee, uh, it was coffee and walnut cake with coffee yeah. buttercream. Um, and what else did I do? I did a lemon. I did a... Um, a vanilla and a red velvet and something else that I can't remember. 
Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, they yeah they didn't come out too bad. I mean, I do find that vegan cakes are a little bit more stodgy in the because they're made with oil. Yeah, like, they can stick to the roof of your mouth a bit. Yeah, but um, I was really pleased with the vegan butter, block butter that you can mm, get. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, Is that the flora one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've made coffee buttercream, and it really you wouldn't know that it was yeah. vegan at all. So I'm really, that's, it seems to have come on a long way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. In the last couple of years, it's really, because it used to be horrendous, didn't it? It was like using Trex. Yeah. Yes. But now it's actually, yeah, it's nice. Um, mm. But so I was trying to get those out and then um, our dog became ill. Oh. Uh, yeah. And he started being sick and then he was sick for a day and then he stopped eating and then he stopped drinking as well. So we ended up at emergency vets. Um, and I think emergency vets just give an obligatory um, anti-sickness injection, sent yeah. you on your way. But um, when I came back from Ben's class, he still really wasn't well and he'd lost a lot Aww. of weight. So I went. He's only packed. a little dog anyway, isn't he? As he well. is. He's a cross between a Springer Spaniel and a Brittany. Um, so he's basically, he looks like a Springer with long legs. Um, yeah. And he, um, yeah, he still really was poorly on the Monday. Mm. So I rang the vets and they didn't have any appointments. But they did say that if I, if I wanted to, I could go down and sit and wait for the vet. But the vet was in surgery and okay. um, all the other vets were off sick. So oh. <laughs> yeah, helpful. So I went down and I waited and we saw him and he couldn't feel anything. Um, Jacob was showing no signs of pain. So, um, but he did, what did he do? He took him in and gave him some fluids and um, took some bloods, yeah. found an infection, came away with some tablets and he kind of made a little bit of improvement, but not a huge amount. Anyway, ended up going back again and he'd lost more weight. He'd actually got Aww. down to, so uh, it's kind of, when he looks kind of a good weight, he's about 18 kilos. Yeah. And he got down to 14.4 oh, kilos. Um, so, uh, and they were really worried about him. Um, and he still wasn't eating and drinking. There's only so long that you can go for without eating and drinking. Yeah, so, drinking especially. Yeah. So they took him in and he got an emergency ultrasound done on him because, he, mm. you know, he wasn't showing any pain. This is the problem. Um, and it turns out that there was a blockage in his intestines, which had perforated um, several parts of his intestine. So then they rang up to inform us. And because the only option is to operate. So he either, we either left him and he was going to die or yeah. he goes into theatre and he may well die on the table. Who knows? Aww. Or he, he will come out and hopefully recover. Um, so anyway, yeah, it was really touch and go. Um, the vets actually told us that they reckoned he probably had about a day or two left in him. Anyway, that was all. Oh, bless. Uh, so, um, so yes, he has made an amazing recovery, thankfully. Um, he's got a lovely shaved belly and a lovely <laughs> scar of about 
um i reckon it's probably about mm, six or seven inches long the scar okay belly um he had 60 centimeters of his intestines removed um and he had a squeaker stuck in his intestines from a squeaker from a squeaky toy oh dear yes but i think that he got that when we were over the park one day and there were dogs playing with it he picks up the squeaker and it disappeared no you know but it was sitting in his stomach then for absolutely ages because it was when the weather was warmer um yeah so so it only just started to pass through yeah and blocked him bless him so he's now uh well thankfully i've i've done my last trip to the vets this morning and he's been mm. signed off hurrah and he's put on 1.1 kilos so that's, that's considering his so his op was 14 days ago so he has made a really good recovery yeah um, which obviously made kind of putting uh, making baking cakes for tasters a little bit difficult because he was, yeah. he was on 11 tablets a day. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just down to one tablet now a day for about the next week or so, but yeah, yeah 11 tablets a day. So I literally played nursemaid um, to a very poorly dog uh, for, for a few days. Um, whilst I, and in between times when he was asleep or when you know i could go out and i had to bake a cake <laughs> uh, so they were all behind so everything this month is completely behind everything yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> what have you been doing erica <laughs> um i don't feel like i've done a lot so i feel like i've mostly been at work um i went with my sister and my nieces to go and see aladdin at hackney empire very nice a little little christmasy treat that was quite good yeah um i did a wax paper demonstration for national sugar art in beckenham oh yes was that good it was they're a nice big club you know they've got a lot of members have they oh nice. yeah and they're very friendly and they had a man with a camera so this guy with the camera is from like a local camera club and yeah. they pay him to come in and record the demonstration over your shoulder. So it's like on a on a TV screen. So everyone oh. can see like your view, which is really handy. So you don't have to hold anything up. We don't have to do anything at dodgy angles when you're trying to create. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They literally, they have the, the tripod sort of next to you, but set back a little bit and then like zoom in over your shoulder. Oh. So it was like. Don't hold anything up. Just do it on the board. We've got this area in focus and we'll just make sure it stays in focus the whole time. So fantastic. Cool. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'll talk a bit more about that in a minute, not the camera, the demo, because that kind of ties into what we're talking about a bit later. Okay. Um, and I've just got back from Cyprus. We went for a week to visit some family over there. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So nice so and warm. It was. It were, Well, do you know what? The daytime was warm. When we arrived, it was quite rainy and like a bit stormy, but like far better than it was over here. Um, and that lasted for like one day and the sea was quite rough. And then it was 19 degrees on those days. And then it went up to like 22, 23. But oh. once the sun set at like half four, five o'clock, it did get cold, like you'd need a jumper. I bought a sweatshirt out there because I only bought one and it wasn't enough. Yeah. 
Because I was like, oh, I'll wear that to the the airport and I can wear it home again. I was like, I cannot wear this for seven days and then back home again. (laughs) (laughs) So I bought a jumper while I was out there. Um, So it it was cold of an evening. Okay. Because you're by the sea and there's the wind and all of that. So it was just chilly when, you know, when the wind got up. Um, But in the day, it was hot. It was very nice. Oh, nice. And it was nice to see family? Yeah, really nice. Had... A little bit of travel nightmares. So the weekend that we were going, so we went on a Saturday and we'd gone from Heathrow because it was cheaper than Gatwick. And I was like, oh, great. We can just get the Elizabeth line all the way there. Yeah. The day we were going, there was engineering works on the Elizabeth line, but also no. on the Piccadilly line, which is the underground line that goes to Heathrow. And also on the Ga- the um, Heathrow Express. So there were zero trains oh, going no. to Heathrow on any lines. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, God. And <laughs> Google was telling me, like, get an overground train to, like, Staines or Feltham and then a bus. And I was like, this is going to be so long because everyone is going to be on this bus and driving to Heathrow takes forever. Like, oh, it's known for traffic around there, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's a Saturday. It's not school holidays. It's not peak season. There might not be that many people going. Yeah. So in the end, I found a National Express coach, which went from Victoria Coach Station. Sam, it was so easy. I would 100% do that again. Really? Oh, well yeah. done. And I only booked them really last minute. I booked it like the, the night before we left. Yeah. And I got I got a small discount on my tickets um, with like blue light card. Yeah. But it was meant to be £10.50 each. Oh, that's not bad. Journey. And I got I got like twenty five percent off that, so I paid about I think or twenty percent. I paid sixteen pound for two of us. I was like, wow, oh, that's not bad. Oh, You'd that's spend good. that if you were getting a train to Staines and, and back. Yeah, and it was so easy. Like you got on a Victoria Coach station. There was a, I think it was the first stop. It stopped at Terminal One and Two or Four. I can't remember one of the other yeah. terminals, and then Terminal Five was the second stop. Yeah, but we arrived early at Terminal whatever it was. That yeah. we went to first but obviously they couldn't leave early because people were getting on at that stop yeah and then it went it was a really funny route actually it went to that airport and then it went somewhere else and then it went to Gatwick I was like okay that's a funny <laughs> way around to go but I guess if you need to travel between Heathrow and Gatwick that's the, yeah. the easiest way oh, to do right. it but honestly so easy because like you're guaranteed a seat yes you for your luggage yes so it's quite comfortable you're on there for it's an hour I think we did it in like 45 40 minutes that's really good going yeah Wow. Really easy. I was like, oh, okay. Definitely Mm. considering that. And then on the way back, I was like, okay, we can definitely get the Elizabeth line on the way back. (laughs) Um, Our flight was meant to land at 10 o'clock at night. (coughs) The last Elizabeth train, Elizabeth line train is at half 11. Yeah. Like plenty of time, but we got delayed due to bad weather. So we took off an hour late because of it was snowing elsewhere in the country. Oh no. And the plane coming in had been delayed. It had come from Manchester and taken off late and then they got delayed landing and there was delays with things taken off at Heathrow. So like (laughs) runways weren't available and stands weren't available. Anyway, we finally landed. We sat on the plane for ages. We got a remote stand, not a nearby one. And just as the pilot was announcing going, the good news is we've landed. The bad news is there's no one here to get us an air bridge. It was like, I know actually disregard that. Someone's 
just turning up with one. This is fantastic. <laughs> Apparently, because of all the disruption, they yeah. haven't got any staff left because they were all busy trying to move other planes. So it's oh. like, I can't believe we've got staff. But even still, we were on that plane for half an hour before anyone got off it. Oh, God. And then by the time we'd walked through to another, like from the remote stand to the main part of the terminal, we yeah. didn't get out of the airport until half past midnight. Oh, <laughs> as in like to the outside doors of the airport not even on a train just to the outside doors of the airport oh uh, so we had to night tube home which was fine because actually it it was running so that was a relief oh, that was good um i got home just after three o'clock in the morning <laughs> oh ouch <laughs> yeah <laughs> you didn't have to go to work the next day did you no it was a saturday thank god oh, or a sunday morning but yeah oh blimey yeah, it was just a long journey that <laughs> is really it? straightforward each way and it wasn't at all oh grim mm. <laughs> yeah yes what else you've been doing uh that's about it really is it like, I, I got back yesterday oh my god it was yesterday you got back. wow yeah okay yeah. oh so we're quite lucky that you're awake with us then yeah we're really <laughs> lucky that we're recording a bit later to be honest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i'll tell you something i i forgot well um I got a really good deal. You know, it was uh, Black Friday. Mm. Well, I've been eyeing up. Um, so it's, essentially, I've got two Kenwood mixers. Okay. Yeah. One is absolutely, it's huge. I've had it for years and it did walk itself off the table once a long, long time ago. I mean, it still works, <laughs> but it, it yeah. will still walk itself off the table. Yeah. Um, but it's always been like that. Um, and I very rarely use it because it's got a massive bowl to it and, you know, you need to make big, big cakes. And then I've got a smaller Kenwood, which I use all the time. Hmm. But I was eyeing up getting another one because um, I get rid of my big Kenwood. Um, yeah. But I, so my fear is obviously you're working, making wedding cakes and then a mixer breaks down on you. Yeah. Um, so that is, that is my fear. So I was so I was eyeing up this Kenwood mixer, and I have to say, I mean, I I did want one. Well, I think someone else had got this one, and um, and they were saying how good it was. Um, and it's it's one that heats the bowl heats. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can melt things on it, and you can prove dough mm. and stuff in it. But needless to say, it's really quite expensive. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and by going onto the Kenwood site, it mm. only gave you, or by registering, it wanted to give you 5% discount on your first purchase. Like 5% okay. discount is not enough. Uh, this mixer was uh, 899. <laughs> right. Yeah. 10 pounds <laughs> off it is not going to cut it. Is it's it? not, is it? <laughs> right. Bear with me. The dog is knocking at the door to go out. I better okay, let him out okay. this time. Bear with okay. All right. A bit chilly, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah, this for me, mixer, yeah, 899. Wow. I never spend this much money. Um, so, I was not enticed by the 5%. So, I was just no. not going to do it. Um, and then I thought, oh, Black Friday's coming up. I wonder if they'll do anything. Mm. Oh, no. They sent me another email through with 5% off. Like, <laughs> they kept this, right, this is not happening, is it? And I was kind of resigned myself to the fact I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to get it. I wasn't going to spend that much money. No. Um, I forgot it was Cyber Monday. They held oh. out till Cyber Monday. And yeah. an email came through um, with 20% off. 
Oh. Um, and it took it down to five nine nine. But okay. I could also use the five percent. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So I so I got this mixer for five six nine. Excellent. So I was very happy about from yeah, from nine hundred quid. Um and but not only that, I've had sent to me a box of goodies as well. Oh, um, uh, like a box of free let me it arrived yesterday uh yeah yesterday no this morning sorry yeah i'm very very confused as to what right i'm sending this box over and i've sent i've <laughs> while i while well when i was very excited about um obviously logging on with you this morning <laughs> i realized that i was half an hour early yeah um, i've got I no thought, link it's like we're not recording for the half an hour so no. <laughs> well, you have no link I haven't sent it yet <laughs> just very excited um yeah. so I've just unboxed. I haven't. I haven't actually taken the mixer out of the box yet. Um, it's mm. sitting on the floor. Mm. I will do that. But this was the box. This was what I got. Um, in Ooh, that's cool as, a, as an as added extra. So, so that's not part of the mixer purchase. That's just this the is not part. Of, this is the freebie that they flung in. So it's Ooh. got fourteen piping nozzles. Not that I need piping nozzles. Um, and uh, bags. Like a but what I do it? like, yes, so yes, yeah, coupler on there. Um, with rotating cake stand. I've been eyeing up a new one for ages ah. and hadn't bought one. And I took it out and I've spun it and it's brilliant. Um, and then it's got a spatula, a palette knife, and an angled palette knife. And they're really big as well. Mm. Two side and scrapers and a cake leveler. Oh my wow. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean That's the really good. It is, isn't it? Because the the cake um oh what what am I trying to say? The rotating cake stand. Yeah. The one that I was looking at must have been about sixty quid. Oh really? And this is and this is very similar to that. Mm. So yeah, I'm well impressed with well, that was quite the purchase then, wasn't it? It was quite the purchase. I'm quite happy. And I didn't even realise. I thought the freebies were just in the box with the mixer. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't think that it was going to be like a whacking great big box in itself. Um, no. But it kept saying that it was going to be sent. It came through, yeah, sent through this morning. Mm. And, yeah, that was a bit of a. That's a bit of a bonus. I thought, oh my god, yeah. they're sending me another mixer. I don't need another mixer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no, very excited. It's like Christmas. Yeah. They probably will think that it's my Christmas present. Well, maybe it is to myself. <laughs> yeah, from you. <laughs> yeah, from me to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some bits on there that I'm not going to use, so I might um, package them up and mm. send them on their way to next year's Ardingly okay. <laughs> Guild uh, raffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, well, yeah, someone, someone will be able to make use of them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I don't want to see them. They're not going to go to waste, that's for sure. No, no, no. But So, yeah, so I shall use, um, I like the palette knife and the angled one because they're great for getting things up, especially as they're so long um, mm. off, the, off the oven and, yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with a scraper. No. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, so very exciting. I'll send you a picture mm. of the mixer when I finally Excellent. unbox it. When I unbox it, when <laughs> I get around to it. <laughs> oh, well, I made I made a Black Friday purchase, but it wasn't cake related. So, what did you get? I got a uh, somewhere between like a suitcase and a cabin bag. <laughs> so <laughs> I we only had hand luggage for going abroad. Um, okay, and I didn't want to take a suitcase because. Everyone has a suitcase and there's never any space for them. And yeah. we didn't want, I didn't want to have to make it go in the hold because sometimes yeah. I'll take them off you if it's not space, wouldn't there? Um, yeah. So I got from Sports Direct a, it's like a backpack, but it's okay. the same size as a suitcase and it's made of like fabric. Yeah. <laughs> so same as like a fabric suitcase <laughs> would be made out of. Yeah. And um, it zips in half and then it opens up like a suitcase with the two compartments with the little zip covers on them yeah it's got a front pocket it's got some side pockets where um so you can wear it as a backpack or you can turn it sideways and unzip some handles which tuck away and carry it like a little bag oh wow and the handles can like tuck down the back um and it was really good it was really comfortable i could fit loads in it it was almost exactly the dimensions of a cabin bag but also because it's fabric it can squash so yeah. if it is a little bit too big you can squash it into all the different spaces <laughs> <clears throat> and also when you're on the plane it will go sideways and squash into really tiny gaps or sit under a seat really easily so cool i was very happy with that um mm. and then because it was only cheap it cost me like 17 pounds something like that and i knew it wasn't going to last long because i could see from the stitching it was not like particularly well made but i was like you know it's one trip that's all i need it for really um so i had to look on black friday i've got um east pack i've got an east pack suitcase which is brilliant they come with a 30-year guarantee yeah um and they do the same size as my suitcase they do a um I'm going to share you the link on this actually rather than send you photos and that's gonna be easier they do a backpack which is exactly the same size as their little suitcases and i got one of them in the black friday sale so they're normally 100 pounds and oh, yeah. i got it for i think it was 55 oh well done and yeah that comes with a 30-year guarantee absolutely brilliant um 17 inch rucksack it is wow um it's nice, isn't it, when you get purchases like that? And yeah, you really feel good. <laughs> yeah, forty-two litre bag it is with a thirty-year guarantee. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, so if you look through, you can see like the backpack straps zip away into the back. Yeah, that's quite and cool. Then you can, it is actually just like a suitcase, but it fits on your back. Wow, excellent! Like mm. that. So yeah, that arrived today. Oh, <laughs> also we've both we've both been lucky today. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes black friday and cyber monday pay off but sometimes they're just yeah. absolutely rubbish well, you just have it's... to know exactly what you want yeah it's where i got my eastpac suitcase last time i think i got that after christmas so they're meant to be about 150 quid and i got it for like 40. wow that's good and honestly it's the best suitcase because you can just squash anything into it and the suitcase itself squashes and because it's got like the 30-year guarantee on it it's made really well like oh, nothing's cool. about to fall apart on it yeah so. yeah very nice yeah I like that. good idea yeah, yeah. Cool. okay right, new things <laughs> <laughs> we said this wasn't going to be long we're already 40 minutes in and we've talked about nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> fair enough 
<laughs> right. Well, what's what new stuff have you got? Uh, very little. I have seen fun cakes have started doing coloured marzipan. So I got yes. this in an email from was it cake stuff we got it from? Uh, yes, you know cake stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says. Uh, fun cakes festive marzipan so they do individual packets at like 250 grams uh there is red green and these are like really bold primary color colors um orange ice blue deep purple aqua blue and midnight black yes or they do a little multi-pack of smaller sizes Mm -hmm. of all five um i think if you want red marzipan this or black marzipan this would absolutely be the way to do it yeah yeah it's a bit like trying to get deep colors with icing isn't it yeah yeah and quite nice for christmas um you said you had the prices for them i did so i got the prices off of cake decorating company but as they're all part of the uh, group who cares yeah um the multi-pack which is five by 100 funnily enough i was looking at the colors in the multi-pack and you get yellow in the multi-pack but yeah they don't do yellow in the I, I presume then they just go oh we'll just buy golden marzipan um, yeah i guess yeah uh so five by 100 grams is seven pound 44 and mm. the 250 gram packs are four pound 44 which mm, i don't know if that's cheap or not i might instinct was to say that's expensive but actually i haven't bought marzipan for a while and i feel like a 250 gram normal well, color block will probably set you back about 253 pounds in the shop anyway yeah well i think that the last time i've, I've just i bought a seven kilo tub of marzipan this year yeah. um, uh, uh, which was i don't know i don't know um i think it's just over it's paid 11 pound 12 pound a kilo marzipan at the moment okay well, funnily enough, I thought I'd have a look because I never knew about uh, fun cakes. Well, I've heard of fun cakes because they're quite new on the on the scene. Mm. Um, so I thought I'd have a bit of a nosy to see who owns them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guess what? It's the Urka Group. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. So they've just brought out another brand. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. What else you got? Um, I can't find it, but I'm sure I read that Cake Masters is going – Cake Masters magazine – is going online only they're stopping their print copies yeah see now i would i would say that you're probably right because when i went onto the website all i could see was options to buy the digital version there wasn't any options to buy a a paper copy yeah um yeah it, I'm, I'm guessing it probably is i mean it, it probably makes sense um the way people are viewing stuff now although i yeah i do like a magazine but yeah i feel like i saw it on the flyer possibly at cake international but i couldn't tell you do i have um, one no if if it was on the flyer i didn't keep hold of it yeah but i don't know i'm just having a quick look to see if there's something in their instagram I couldn't find anything or nothing obvious from the photos. It all seemed to be promoting current issues rather than. Yeah, but it does only give you the option now of uh, click our bio link to subscribe to subscribe digitally. So, yeah, I'm assuming that you are right. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing to say that you can buy it in paper version anymore. No. Which is fair enough. 
yes. But as I was saying, ironically, um, <laughs> Delicious Cakes, um, who are a digital magazine, um, have actually started to print a few copies, um, paper copies. So I know that Kelly, who who runs the magazine, um, yeah. she was trialling it at uh, Cake International. Uh, presumably, it went down quite well. And mm. um, and she's now doing some, I don't know how many, what kind of print run she's doing, but yeah. there are going to be some um, paper copies available. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah, we'll wait and see. Maybe it works for some, maybe it doesn't work for others. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe people go in phases. It's yeah, I guess it depends on your um, your model in terms of how many you have to order and yeah if you're posting them or all that sort of thing yeah and i guess age group as well it's quite yeah. you know i do like to look at a magazine but i also hate the fact that they take up space and i never want to get rid of them um, yeah but i i rarely i'm not very good at looking at magazines online yeah i do to subscribe to delicious but i don't get much time to actually look at it and i i would prefer a paper copy to look at so, I don't really read them online or in person. Don't you? To be honest, no. I would literally sit and flip through the pictures, and that's about as much as. Well, that's my what I do. And then if there's something that catches my eye, then I would sit and read it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's those two. Have you got mm. anything else? Um, no, I think you had a couple more, didn't you? I did. So I, that makes a change that I've actually got a couple more, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, keeping with the purchasing stuff, um, I've seen that the Cakecraft company have got stem seal. Okay. Now, is this the reinvention of safety seal back? Um, and I'm interested to know what um, the FSA say about it because i think it was all very up in the air last time um it's currently 10 pound 49 for 90 mils um but yeah i don't know it's not something that i'm going to use uh but i don't know the what branding looks different but it's still in a tub isn't it branding looks different but yes essentially it's almost like it's been rebranded yeah and brought back so I don't know. I have sent a link to my environmental health officer um, and she sent, she has actually replied uh, mm. saying new one on me. <laughs> 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 and that's all I've got so far. So I'm hoping she'll do a little bit of a, of a looky into it and see yeah. what she thinks. Um, but yes. So the other two things, one big and one, not so big. I don't think we're all t at all surprised that um, Dawn Butler from Dinky Doodle sent an email out to say that she was retiring from making cakes professionally. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have even known that she really did cakes professionally anymore, to be honest, because I only think of her now as, you know, creating products and and selling those and doing tutorials and stuff on them. Yeah. Um, which I think is right up her street yeah um so so that's that one and then yeah the big big one that came through um the other day to me was real good food so real good food under that banner is renshaws have filed notice to appoint administrations administrators and uh, that was on the 28th of november 
which is quite mm. worrying, really, considering they are one of the biggest suppliers of marzipan and probably icing, I would have thought, to at least to supermarkets. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also sold their rainbow dust range um, to out to the Albex group. Um, and I had to look them up because I'd not heard of them, but they own, and I've not heard of a couple of it. Well, I've not heard of Kent Foods, but they own Kent Foods, um, BFP, which I have heard of, yeah. and Henley Bridge, which I've also heard of because I purchased from them. Um, oh. So they're now adding rainbow dust to their collection. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to Renshaw's, really. Mm. We did say we thought it was strange that they weren't at Cake International and this would obviously be part of why. Yeah, yeah. Major, um, major problems. Because they'd um, normally have a, a massive stand there, wouldn't they? They would, yes. Um, what can I tell you? Um, right, I'll just read a little bit from this. Uh, Liverpool-based firm has also spent, suspended its shares on the London Stock Exchange's alternative investment market as it looks to preserve value for creditors. Um so they had appointed, um, it comes just after a week, after Real Good Food appointed turnaround specialists into Path Advisory to explore a range of options, including a sale of the shares or the business and assets, as well as sourcing necessary external funding. So it sold its Rainbow Dust Colours um, brand to a subsidiary of the Albex Group for a cash consideration of £800,000. Um, is there anything else here that is um, of interest? Um, I think that's probably the highlights. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> What are you saying? We need to move on. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> please do. <laughs> right, go on then. Okay. Uh, so this month we were going to talk about some of our purchases from Cake International. Yes. That we bought last month and um, a little speed review. Speed. Speed review. <laughs> well, it will be speedy because my month has been taken up with nursing a poor pooch. So oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't been able to do as much as I wanted. Oh. Uh, but I have I have used the sugar in red velvet colour. Oh yeah. Um so yes, it made my cake red. Mm. Um but I kind of need a bit of guidance on to how as to how much to use, if that makes sense. Does it not say on it? Well, well, it might do, but I can't actually see it. My eyesight is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't tell you how much to use. So I went by my the recipe that I was using. Mm. Um, but then I feel like I would use the same amount in the sugar flare. Do you know what I mean? Like because yeah. I'm using the recipe, I use the same amount. Now, could I have got away with less? Um, I don't know. Is it a gel or is it a? It's a liquid. Okay, it's a liquid. In fact, yeah, um, and it's supposed to be very, very concentrated. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I just I feel like I need a bit of guidance on to you know if you've got. If you're making, I don't know, an eight-inch cake, how much of it do you put in? Um, if yeah, it you're doesn't even a... tell you on their website. It just says a squeeze bottle. 
yeah. can also be applied by brush. Provides a very yes. intense, brilliant red. Doesn't actually. No. How much to use? <laughs> Interesting. So, so although this is supposed to reduce the amount that I would use in a cake, mm. um, I, I feel like I need some guidance. That's what I, you know, because I would use yeah. exactly the same quantity of the red extra. And maybe okay. I don't need to. Maybe I use more than I need to. But I have to say the taste of the cake, it tasted, it tasted nice. Oh, that's good. It didn't I taste think... all e-numbery. Yeah, red extra can affect the taste, can't it, a bit? Yeah, yeah. This actually tasted, it tasted a bit like a just a regular chocolate cake that was red, really. Mm. Yeah. Um, whereas I don't feel like a, a red velvet made with red extra tastes like a chocolate cake made no. with red. No. Um so so yeah, so that's that's that one. And the other one I quickly <laughs> quickly just because I felt like I, I've got to do more than one product. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I got a little bit of um icing and um and I added that fractal fun tasty food flavour, the raspberry. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it's lovely. Really? Really, really nice. It's mm. got that um it hasn't got any chemically you know chemical flavors doesn't it taste like an air freshener <laughs> it taste, no it doesn't taste like an air freshener it really feels like you've just bitten it into a fresh raspberry um that is got a bit of a, a sharpness there do you wow. know what i mean yeah yeah i really liked it and so i add it into icing into sugar paste and that worked really well um, and I had a bit of vanilla buttercream lying around and I added some into that. And you don't need a lot. It's quite, um, it's quite strong. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it tasted nice in buttercream, tasted nice in sugar paste. Do you think it's easier to see how much you're putting in where it's a powder versus a liquid that just kind of runs away from you a bit? Yeah. And I think it doesn't change because it's not a liquid. It doesn't change the consistency mm. of what you're doing either. So, um, yeah, so it made no difference to the sugar paste. Um, what I would say was if I wanted to, because I quite like the idea that you could cover a cake with and make the icing flavoured. Mm. So you are kind of talking about needing <laughs> needing dust, is effectively dust, into the amount of paste that you need to cover a cake. So that could be quite hard. A lot, yeah. Yeah. But um, for small pieces, yeah, I quite liked it. Hmm. What I'd like is them to now produce something in a kind of air, not airbrush or spray format that you could cover your cake in, <laughs> in sugar paste and just spray it. Well, yeah, like <laughs> you do glaze spray or something, but you could yeah. spray the flavor on because that would be bloody easier. <laughs> You didn't have to yeah, make but then like I feel like that just makes stuff run, wouldn't it? You'd have to be a a plain coating for that. It'd to have work. to, yeah. It'd have to be, yeah. It'd have to be clear, and it would have to um, kind of evaporate like a, a dipping solution type thing. Yeah, I don't think that would last as long as something you need in, would it? Well, it might not, but I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I want ease of use. Yeah, well, you could like you could you could. Um, not panel it, um, do a thin layer on top with the flavour, like yes. roll out two bits of paste, colour a smaller amount, roll you them out one do. on top of the other. So like you've backed it yeah. with a non-flavoured bit of paste. Yes. 
you could do that. I mean, I guess, mm. I mean, if, if people buttercream their cakes, you could just put the yeah. buttercream underneath. Um, yeah. oh, I, I haven't tried it in ganache, but I'm sure it probably equally work in ganache. So you probably, mm. you could probably put the flavor underneath. I just want to see how it worked in sugar paste. And actually yeah. it was, I quite liked it in the sugar paste. Um, mm, and then just to be really, uh, really um, easy and kind of, you know, make it look like I've done something extra. Uh, mm. I opened my fractal pen. <laughs> <laughs> what one did you get? I got eggplants. Mm. Um, and uh, I wrote on a piece of icing. <laughs> <laughs> Was this why you were getting ready this morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then ate it. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't use so I use them for marking my dowels. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't use any non-edible product. Um, yeah. So that's really what I wanted it for. But I quite I like their pens because mm. they've got a very thin point at the end, and you could, in fact, write quite nicely with it. I think. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think they've there's a lot of scope with their pens um but yeah i have i have red and i have black as well but the eggplant is what i picked up because i thought oh i've not had that one before i'll try that one mm. yeah. Uh, so yeah they're my purchases that i've actually uh, done something with okay an eggplant you might be able to use on some of your sugar flowers as well mightn't you as like veining yes. or edge detail yes yes or even i'll tell you what they're because of the nibs on their pens mm. um you could actually get right down into the center of some yeah, flowers yeah. and just put yeah. some little dots and stuff yeah um yeah i do yeah, like for lilies pens. and things that'd be nice yes yes uh mm. so yeah uh have you used anything yet well i also bought a fractal pen didn't i i bought the white one <laughs> <laughs> oh, i like their white pen yeah brilliant I have used it. I used it for the eyes on my um, LOL dolls cake, which I think I did last month, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. I it was last month. I know oh. it was the month before, was it? No, it was definitely in December. What was it? Uh, November. Sorry, her birthday's at the end of November. Uh, oh, maybe that was after. Okay, maybe that's something else I've done. I made an LOL dolls cake for my niece. <laughs> <laughs> and I used the I used the white on that. Um, so yeah, it's a really good white pen. It's opaque, so you can draw over dark colours, and it still comes out white. Brilliant, absolutely yeah. love it. Yes, um, I agree. Yes, and the other thing that I've used is I bought some of the black colour, the sugar paste. Mm -hmm. I bought a little. I bought two little two hundred and fifty gram packets because I wanted to see if it would work for my wax paper transfers. Because yeah. I was told by the people in my local shop that. M&B didn't exist anymore and you couldn't buy it. I was like, oh, okay. I thought they were reformulating. Never mind. Um, we have since had emails with M&Bs in, so clearly it does exist. Yeah, it's going to say. But <laughs> the shop I go, I sometimes go to seem to think it doesn't. Um, so I bought the sugar paste thinking I need to find another black. And it's not quite as good. So it's a really great black for covering cakes. Amazing. Yeah. Like you can roll it really smoothly. It covers really smoothly. It doesn't dent but it's a bit too firm for what I want. So the M&B's paste is very soft, but it's very strong. Mm, so you can, okay. you, for the wax paper transfers, you have to roll it super thin, like literally as thin as you can get it. Yeah. And I would say I could get the sugar paste one to about, oh, maybe one millimeter thick. Uh -huh. But the M&B's one will go to like 
I don't know, like thinner. A, a much thinner. <laughs> like I would say M and B's was like twice as thick compared to as thin as I could get. Oh wow. No, sorry, the other round. The sugar paste one was twice as thick compared wow. to the M and B's one. And That's it just nice. means that it's harder to cut. It's harder to get a clean cut. And also it's stretched when I cut. So that's not really what Whoa. I want. I want something that will cut very cleanly. Yeah. If you're trying to cut squares, for example, like one of the things I do is a checkerboard. Yeah. Um, you want the light, you want the squares to stay square. And if everything's yeah. stretching, they get a bit misshapen. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Because I thought that it, that would have actually have worked perfectly for you. No, it's too gummy. It's too strong. That's why you can't use flour paste because it kind of fights back. You want uh, something that when okay. when you stretch it, it doesn't bounce back. Uh, it just stays. So you want a sugar paste, not a modelling paste and not a flour paste. Oh, I see. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. But yeah, I thought it might be good because it, it's got that sort of smooth finish to it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So you can't dent it easily, but it was just a bit too gummy for what I needed. Okay. It worked okay, didn't work well. Like it would do in an emergency, but it wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> you could make it look all okay. right, but it would take longer, yeah. Uh, so that was not entirely successful, but I didn't buy loads of it, but it is a nice paste. So, mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Bit of both. That's all I've done. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted it short and sweet. Well, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your wish is well, my command. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's all right. We've talked enough earlier anyway. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Well, I think we should do our ones to watch then. Mm, absolutely. Because uh, I think this is quite amusing. This is quite a funny one, yeah. Do you want to go first or shall I? <laughs> well, shall I tell you who mine is? So, yeah, go on then. So mine is Polar Playground. Um, all one word on Instagram polar playground they're a dessert shop um they do cotton candy um they also do ice cream milkshakes and more but that's not what i'm interested in um they are in california um i love the fact that they only open 1 p.m to 8 p.m thursday and friday 1 p.m to 7 p.m saturday and 1 p.m to 5 p.m sunday they're closed Amazing. monday and wednesday brilliant <laughs> that's that's good for a good life isn't it yeah um, and then, so if you go on there, oh my life, cotton candy, cotton candy. So to us, that would be, um, oh my God, what's the word? What am I looking candy for? Candy floss. floss. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm kind of thinking I haven't tried the candy floss, the watermelon one that we bought yet, but yeah. I think it might, it might take me some time to actually work out how to do what they do. So <laughs> they create characters um we've got a reindeer um yeah i don't know some of these characters is patrick something from, from spongebob spongebob yeah <laughs> i recognize it's spongebob but i didn't know who oh there's santa yeah. and there's blue venom oh venom my yeah casper yeah. the friendly ghost piglet casper, piglet and then there's Potomo. the alien of uh ah the claw <laughs> toy story <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the um the, the the voices that go with it. Um <laughs> so if you go down and they're not small things either. I kind of imagine that these are almost the size of a child. Yeah, you walk huge, out with them. They? they are absolutely huge. They've got um uh Morton, is it Morton? What? No, what's the what's the thingy? I don't know what you're saying. No, I don't know what I'm saying either. I'll right, we'll just move on. <laughs> What's Morton? 
No, Morton. No, it's a program. Rick and Morty. Um, that's it. Morty. Morty. That's it. <laughs> is it Morty? Is that or yeah, is that Rick? I don't Rick. know. I've not watched it. I know who they are. Well, clearly, I don't know who they are. But <laughs> that's Rick. <laughs> that's Rick. Okay. Yeah. Um. Who? I mean, there's hundreds of them. Um. They've got Mike from um, uh, Monsters Inc. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. I'll stop now because I'm, I'm gonna. They're just... really great. They're all like full color as well. They are, and they've got lots of color. You yeah. know, um, yeah. and they create, you know, added things. Oh my god, they've got Groot. So somehow yeah. they've managed to go from like a grey, um, up into a green, and it's just molded. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I do yeah. love it, and um, I, I'd like to be able to have a go, but I've got a feeling that you need a very large piece of equipment to do these funky things. I don't know. Don't I'm you not know? sure you do. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. this is great, and this is really fun. So these are mostly mm. like licensed characters they've teamed up with to, mm -hmm. to create, aren't they? Yes. So uh, my one to watch yeah. <laughs> is... Someone called Tang Jemian Hua Tang. So that's T A N G G E M I A N H U A T A N G. I wonder what he does. Oh, surprise, surprise. He also does candy floss. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny when we told each other, I was like, oh my God, I've got one of them as well. Um, so his are slightly different. He also does full color, but his are all videos that show you the entire process and sometimes start with his children just having a play on the machine so you can see exactly how it's done and i don't think the machine's that big do you not no okay it's... i don't think it okay. is so well, he well, does like flowers yeah yeah he does flowers with faces he does sort of animal type characters um he does some characters with like full bodies there's a sort of a duck um and I'll various other animals and sort of you know like the, the toys that are a bit angry i can't think what they're what the brand is but uh the toys that are a bit angry um like teddy bears oh, that aren't meant to be cute yes i know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah go on there's all sorts and it's exactly the same as yours but it's also very different to yours isn't it it's a completely different it style is. but doing the same thing yeah um i'll tell you what i love about it though about your one i love the fact that presumably there are his kids yeah um, that come on and he just stands there in the background like not impressed <laughs> yeah. and he waits for his kids to finish doing their bit first make themselves a little cotton candy before they <laughs> before they have yeah. and he can actually get on and work <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just the look on his face i was like oh come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like what are you doing yeah. i think the little boy managed to tip all of the sugar like down the side of the wheel yeah. as well on one of them rather than in the hole in the middle <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, it's more mess to clear up, for goodness yeah. sake. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes his uh his little videos very funny to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm just watching him. He's actually just putting all of the uh all of his stuff in like a kid's toy bath to clean. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. 
It's just, yeah, he's incredibly funny without realising he's funny. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think their machine, oh, my God, the amount of candy floss it spews out, it all just sort of floats in the air above it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, he has to put like a knife across it or something, doesn't he, to stop it from coming out. And I presume that um, Polar Playgrounds are very similar in that respect. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But I think, like, actually... The size of like the bowl and that doesn't yeah. look massively smaller, massively bigger than like a household one. It's um, not like it's got six times the size or anything, is it? Okay. If I get a chance this week, I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find for your first candy you floss, you're gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for my first candy floss, I'm going to yeah, find a skewer and I'm going to see what I can create. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, <laughs> Just for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. You'll Make be sure impressed. You, you will be yeah. impressed. <laughs> yeah. So there's uh, two two candy floss for your inspiration. There's yes. Tang Jimmy and Hua Tang and Polar Polar Playgrounds. Playground. Yeah. yeah. Go find them and watch what they create because it is quite amazing, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, have we come to the end, Erica? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should take this opportunity to wish everybody a Merry Christmas because oh, yes. it's actually December. Yes. And, um, yeah, we, we haven't. Where's the jingle bells? We had no jingle bells. We've had nothing festive. <laughs> no, we haven't. Oh, well. yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do something in the new year, maybe. Oh, maybe yeah. not. Uh, nah. <laughs> so, yes, uh, we do hope that everybody has a lovely Christmas this year. Um, and, um, well, if you if you listen to us anywhere, you know, please feel free to give us a like and a little review. Uh, we'll post pictures of what Sam's been sending me on Instagram. Our account is at the Sugarcraft Junkies. And we'll be back on the 10th of January with another episode. So we'll speak to you then. Yeah. Oh, happy new year. Happy Christmas. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Or even Merry Christmas and happy new year. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.